Episode 83 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We're going to cover some AEW Dynamite and Rampage this evening. Uh, and also, there was another big show this Saturday, Battle of the Belts. And we're going to get to one of the matches on that card. And then our good buddy, Charlie Michael, actually caught one of the coolest wrestling shows we haven't talked in person about, but I can't wait to hear about it. The Windy City Riot down in Chicago, this New Japan show. So before we get into all that cool stuff, let's introduce the boys real quick. Over in Glendale, somebody who keeps it regal, my guy, Steve Gropschmidt. What up, Grabby? I want to tell you a story about a place you don't want to be. This ain't no home sweet home. It's a home street misery. We knew when we got here, they'd try to put us away. But when we they seen us walk down the street, they ran the other way. Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. <laughs> hey. Bad Street in the US of A. You kind of read that like devil went down to Georgia. And I was, I was like expecting like That's a fiddle, goes. like ticka, ticka, ticka. Yeah, that was great. I love that. That's a great tune. I can't, you know? It's kind of, I mean, it, was, think... it, was, it was innovative at the time. Yeah, if we go rolling down to uh, All Out, I feel like we should have the uh, Keep the Kayfabe truck whatever we're driving have the windows down and it'll be warm by them we can crank that mm. it's gonna be fun that's like michael wait. hayes yes sir because i don't remember that song can you remind me who whose entrance music was that that was fabulous freebirds specifically freebirds. michael p.s mm-hmm. hayes singing ah. it and uh, yeah right 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 good choice yeah i don't know if that ever came up on our uh, hit hit my music butter uh but it's a great one Sure, love it. Good. good if, it were, if, if stuff like that would have been on there, I would have won instead of the trash that exactly. Mike was pe- Matt was peddling. <laughs> so true. And speaking of Matt, let's introduce him. He's down in Bayview. He's ready to go, and he keeps it freshly squeezed. What up, Matt Michelson? How are you? Hey, what up? And this will be the last time I probably ever do this intro, but... Uh... Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello, QAnon. Hello, ladies. Yeah. I'm banned on Twitter. Yeah, hopefully we can still air this uh, on our streaming services. But uh, yeah, if y'all don't know, Val Venus, he's been saying some real messed up shit. Uh, I didn't know like how right-wing extremist oh, he yeah. was. Oh, yeah. He's been forever. Shot. I think he was yeah. when he was WWE first time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Whatever weed he's growing and smoking, it might be a little too strong for the big Valbowski. You might need to cut it back to about a uh, hundred milligrams rather than the two fifty that he might be smoking a day. So, <laughs> geez, can you imagine two fifty? Wow. Um, easily. Yeah. yeah, he. It's really unfortunate too, because like I'd heard he had some controversial just takes on life and like stances and things he was into, but yeah, after news of this broke, it's kind of like man, just when you thought. Things couldn't get any weirder. They just did. So I, he'll, I'll always look back on him and try and remember his wrestling because the guy could get it done in the ring for sure. Yeah. 
there are still good wrestlers out there, but the more that uh, we talk about wrestling and the more like closer we pay attention, it's kind of like you wish you didn't know sometimes. Wow. Yeah, okay. exa- exactly. Uh, Undertaker, you name it. I mean, it's yeah. just, yeah. Or Ric Flair just looking yes. more and more pathetic by the week. Exactly. Don't meet your heroes. They mm. might just break your heart. But another guy that'll break your heart because of how good looking he is. Let me introduce you, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael. Bullet Club for life. That's all I got from the show Saturday. Nice. Yes. Timeless. So, the show this Saturday, uh, I wish I could have gone down with you to this one, Charlie. Uh, but he got to see one of the coolest shows. It's uh, a show from New Japan. It was called the Windy City Riot. And, I mean, the card was just absolutely stacked. You didn't have these tickets probably like three months ago. My wife is expecting any day now. Yeah. So I was like, be kind of a deadbeat dad if I went and tried yeah, exactly. to go down to this wrestling show and miss the like, child's birth. But yep. I thought about it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm glad I made the right choice. No baby yet, folks, but maybe next week. Um, but Charlie, pro- pro- yeah, so pro- probably on 420, he'll, he'll be born. Fingers crossed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> crossing my fingers. We're gonna have some real fun birthdays growing up. Yep. <laughs> hope, hope be real popular with the boy with the kids. So that's yep. kind of hard to remember, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be smiling. <laughs> Anywhere you want to go, son. What do you want to do? Chuck E. Cheese, Dave and Buster's, whatever. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Yeah, it's going to be great. Anywho, so Charlie, you got to go to one of the... So where was where did this take place? How many people were in attendance? And uh, can you describe the scene for us once you got uh, down there? It was at the Odium Sports Complex. It was... I forget what city it's in. Um, it's one of the suburbs of Chicago, like a little west towards like... Going towards Rosemont, Rockford, mm-hmm. per se. Mm. Uh, basically, it was a glorified high school gym you know it was perfect for wrestling i figure it was five thousand plus we were estimating about five thousand plus it was a shit show to get in yes my buddy actually uh posted a picture of the line and we thought the line was bad at all out i heard it was bad oh it was way worse it was ridiculous dude they didn't have it set up right they had one person checking people in and oh then they had to go through security. So eventually, I mean, we were like, we got there like at 6.30-ish. So we parked, which was cool, parked up front and able to get out. But we we snaked around the line. And as we're snaking around, I saw some guys that I know from Milwaukee. There's some pretty mm. hardcore fans. So they let us cut up with them. Like, oh, come on with us. So we cut up wow. front with them. We're jibber-jabbing about wrestling. And then eventually all the bunch of guys came in. They should have done this an hour earlier and started scanning tickets. And then all we had to do was go through security to get in. So it made it a little bit quicker, but we missed like we missed part of the first match and we missed the uh warm-up match with Yuta and those guys. Oh, but bummer. Great crowd, dude. Great wrestling. It was just a fun fucking show, dude. It was really good. It makes me want to get back into New Japan more. Cause mm-hmm. it was just good. The wrestling was the wrestling was great. My match of the night was easily the street fight. Followed by uh, Moxley and um, Osprey, which was great, but that street fight was just probably the best street fight I've ever seen in person. So who was maybe, in it? Oh my god, you have to look it up. It was um, there were it was six. 
think six oh, guys six, yeah. on each team. Yeah. The big surprise okay. was Brody Lee showed up. Big names were Brody Lee and Jonah showed up. Um, a Finn Juice was in it. Um, and some other New Japan guys that I, you know, didn't know because I don't keep up with the product like I used to. But it, it, mm-hmm. seeing that show, me, I mean, they battled all around. I, I sent you guys, I sent you guys some pictures. Like, yeah, they pictures, were yeah. like right in front of us. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was right there. It was, I got, I messed my camera up somehow. I like Moxley came in from like the entrance like he usually does at AEW. And I was like, right. I was like three people away from Moxley coming in. So he cool. stood there and just Damn. for a while. It was it was, a, it was just a great show. The wrestling was insane. When you think the Bullet Club has gotten older, stale, nah. It mm-hmm. was they were the fans when they they got the biggest pop. Everybody was uh, just marking out for them. It was it was great, dude. It was just a good night of racing, and it get it gets me it gets me hoped up that um the rumor of AEW and uh, AEW New Japan met, meet up for a super show would be mm-hmm. really good. I mean. Even their young boys, I don't know, even their young boys are really good. I don't know, because I haven't really been paying attention. You guys know Red Shoes from New Japan, don't you? Yeah, the ref. Yeah. He he has a son who wrestles called Shooter. He was he wrestled Jay White. He was a surprise entrance. And this guy is um uh what's his name? Uh, come on. Uh what's who's the ace and um Tomahashi. His guy's like the junior, he's like his stunt double. But a younger version <laughs> looks exactly like him. Hair like him. Good wrestler. He's gonna. The kid's gonna be a star. He's gonna be their big, big guy eventually. Awesome. Yeah, it was just a great show, man. Crowd was great. We had great seats. We we're like, they had a bunch of floor seats, and we were like, they only really had one level of bleachers, and we we're like first row, like little off center. It was just. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just. It was just fun, dude. Just a smart crowd. Fun chance going. It was just, it was just a. Blast. You were home. Yeah, it was one of the best shows I've been to in a long time because it was like, even though it was a pay per view, but it was, mm-hmm. um, it was like a house show too. They mm-hmm. were just wrestling, having fun. It just had a great feel. The guys were fired up. I'm sure because it was a sold out crowd. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was just, it was, it was insanely good, dude. Sounds like it was, like some like. For the purists, purists of fans, and just you saw some pure wrestling of the way it should be, and yeah, it's like a special show. It's almost like seeing Prince playing at an intimate club that only a few lucky people get to see. So, yep, you had your new. It was just your hardcores and hardcores. You had your hardcore New Japan fans, and you had the AEW. A lot of AEW. I'm wearing shirt, but a lot of AEW fans. Man, it was just. I saw no WWF bullshit in there, dude. Nobody <laughs> had a Reigns or a, any kind of shirts, man. It was just get these hands. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that one chick. Yeah, no, it was just a good fucking crowd, dude. It was a great. It was just a good time, man. It's like one of the best shows I've seen in a while, dude. Some of those pictures you sent us, Charlie, um, specifically the one of Suzuki versus. Oh, jeez, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask about that. I, Thanks, I was, man. Jesus Christ, I forgot about that match. That match, man, <laughs> but I, uh, I, that street fight was one, but between that, that I forgot about that. Those guys, um, Ishii and um, Suzuki and Osprey and and um, and Mox tied for two. It just no matter what you like. Those guys were going at it. It was great, dude. They were killing each other, doing spots like, 
beating each other up and just both falling down. Mm-hmm. Like, beat the shit out of one guy. He jumps out of the one count. Crowd was just going nuts, you know? You know, it was just such good shit, dude. It was, you know, it was so much fun, dude. If so we're here, fun. I'm sure he'd agree. Um, so, so Charlie, one question I did have for you. I was listening to Brian Alvarez earlier today, and he was talking yeah. about uh, Moxley and Osprey. He said the finish was a little weird. What, what happened with that? I can't remember. It's like it, he he hit it. It was like he tapped, and then he. It was like a, it was kind of like it came out of nowhere. He hit him, and he he had him in a hold, and he tapped out of nowhere, and it was like. What the hell happened, you know? So I'm mm. sure they're going to go back at it again. But it was like kind of, did he win that match? And they gave it to him. It was kind of a, I don't want to say a schmaz ending, but it was surprising that he went over. And um, the thing about it, too, was like, you could tell the difference between like a WWE and kind of an AEW match. Where in New Japan, Osprey had all his guys. He had like five or six guys in that group he's in. I can't remember the name of it. Mm. But they were all ringside. But nobody jumped in. Nobody disrupted the match. It was they just let the guys fight. They fought outside the ring, and none of those guys jumped in and cheated or helped. It was just like pure, dude. It was like it was it was just great, dude. You know, it was just like no no schmazes, no mess. It was just like, but it was kind of weird. He had him in a hole, and he tapped, and he pinned, and it was kind of like just to save face, but I was surprised he did the job. But, you know, I think they're, I think New Japan's building and going to do a bunch of dates around the country because they're basically, um, they were setting up sh- another show they're doing May 15th in D.C. That's huh. why Eddie, it was Eddie Kingston showed up. Yeah, I was just about know. to ask you about that. That yeah, was after so the he, street fight, was it not? Yeah, yeah. Well, yep, and he nice. wants to fight. Yeah, he wants to fight Ishii. So I think Ishii's staying over for a while, probably now. So I think him and Manuro, I think Manuro's probably going back home and Ishii's going to work some dates in the U.S. Oh, now. Okay. But yeah, so that's going to be, a, that's going to be a great match. I mean, they, it was a really, it was a really good show, man. It was, how it was, how was the pop when, uh, did they use Eddie's AEW music with the organ and everything? Yep. They used his, they used, they used it was, we were nuts because we weren't expecting, we fucking, we marked yeah. out, dude. That's the, the crowd, best. Yeah. Yeah, we went nuts because we're like, "What the fuck, Eddie's here!" It's like, "Oh shit!" So yeah, we all he, just all his intro music nuts. fits him so well. I think yep. probably one yep. of the best out of any wrestler going today, and that had to yep. have just been an explosive moment. That's there is so cool. Yeah. There is nothing like being at a show like that where the crowd's already fired up, and then you get a surprise like that. It's just oh, like yep. it's, it's insane. Because all the wrestling before they were really they were like all three mans and four man tag teams, but it was all good wrestling, good spots, just good shit. It's like, man, we've seen like three or four good matches and the main matches haven't even come, come up yet. Mm-hmm. They were just so good. We're like, this is a great fucking joke, dude. It was, and then wow. like Moxley has a different theme that he uses on, on new Japan, which is a really good tune too. So it, it, was, it was just great, dude. It was, it was fun, dude. And it was like the floor, it was like open floor. So you could like, walk let's say you wanted to walk by the entrance or coming out you could roam over there street mm-hmm. fights people were just following them all around there they were like i think that was a it was a four or five man i can't remember so there's like different fights breaking out all over the arena dude oh, over so cool. with that many people man. yeah yeah dude, is this heaven was. yeah it was <laughs> dude you could get like it was like shit i could get off my seat and just move around so it's like you're just moving around watching shit it's just great dude 
if that's just, heaven, I'm going to church on Sunday for the yeah, rest of my life. A, it was a great bit, even though they, it was shitty getting in, but it was a great place to watch a pro wrestling show because, like, you could just move around like wherever you wanted to go to watch watch the show. You know, it was just great, dude. Did they sell any merch of uh, uh, the Windy City Riot or? Yeah, they did it. That's I was gonna buy a T-shirt, but the prices were fucking insane, dude. Really? They had the they had some cool Windy City Riot T-shirts. They ended up yeah. selling out. They were forty bucks a pop. Ooh, oh, man. yeah, for dude. a T-shirt, man, that's going for up. T-shirts. Well, they probably will go to a hundred online. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, they were any t shirt they had a bunch of t shirts. The merch table was great. Damn. They had wide variety. Any any the prices went from forty five up to seventy five dollars, dude. Yeah, for t But they sold out. Yeah, they probably they, they, yeah, it was it was great. They had some little dolls they were selling that were like hundred and twenty five bucks. It was, <laughs> it was well, yeah, they, they knew they, they knew the crowd that was gonna be there were the oh, yeah. people that would pay and the purists and you know for well, a small saw- crowd they're probably like we gotta capitalize on the the smaller five thousand rather if it was twenty thousand there or something. So Oh yeah, they made their they made their sense. money on merch, dude. I'm sure they yep. made their money on merch, they made their money on beer sales. The beer line was just backed up constantly. They were mm. selling uh concessions, t shirts. It was just a great little old school small arena. Just a fun fucking show, dude. Like when you can get close, it reminded me of old Ring of Honor show. Like in those places, some of those places in Chicago, they have those theaters like that or sports mm-hmm. arenas, whatever, that you can just get up. They're just perfect because you come in, it's just a flat open floor and you have bleachers off to each side. There's none on the ends. They're just off to each side. And it's just, you could just get out of your seat, walk down, go wherever you want. It was just, it was just a blast. This is a blast. It's like, I wish we had something like that here. I mean, Turner's awesome, but it isn't as big on the right. floor as like that. Cause Turner's great. But like, if it was Turner had a bigger floor option where you could just walk around, move around, go up mm-hmm. to the entrances, go, you know, go where. Yeah. Cause Turner's the opposite. It's like a sardine can in there. Yeah. 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 But it's great for watching, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's a couple places I've been in Chicago where Ring of Honor used to have shows that, 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 that old, like, Armory warehouse kind of yeah, feel, dude. Classic. Yeah, but but the show was outstanding, top to bottom. It was never any point where like, okay, I wish this match would get over. You know, sometimes you get that feeling, but mm-hmm. not at all. Even those, it was like, holy shit, that's it. They only went 15, 15 minutes. I didn't feel like, and it was like, damn, next match, keep it going. They just kept boom, 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 right after the other. It wasn't no, no only only bullshit promos were Eddie calling that guy out, and at the end Moxley calling out um Tanahashi the Russell, you know, because Tani says Tanahashi's ducking him, so they're setting that up for DC. So Sweet. it was fun. They both fucking and- gig. They were both bleeding. Moxley was bleeding within five minutes of the match, dude. You know. <laughs> yeah, was- uh, his wife was posting about that. <laughs> yeah, because they were they were going at it hard. Just Osprey's just. And say if you, because you know Moxley's not that kind of flippy guy with him, but but Osprey got his shit in, and I would love to see Osprey wrestle like a Kenny. Dude, probably oh be, man, man, dude, he could sell those tickets for three hundred bucks a piece to see those guys go. Because Osprey's mm-hmm. just he pulled out some shit. It's like oh my fucking god, this guy's a a stud, dude. Next he's level. The fu- he's the future, bro. He's shit. and then, 
Jay White looked great. You know, like they had a great match. You know, I'm sure Jay White and Osprey together would be insane, insanely good. You know, Juice Robinson. I heard that's his last show, right? Juice, yeah. Well, yeah. I think yeah. He was fired up, dude. He got he got one of the biggest pops because obviously he's from Chicago, and it was mm-hmm. like one of his last matches there. I'm sure he's going somewhere because he 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 didn't mail it in, dude. He was pretty fired up because I know they were talking about he sounded kind of laid back in his interview when he talked to Brian Alvarez and those guys this week. I'm yeah. assuming that he was stoned, laid back and stoned. <laughs> I'm assuming he was because he was just really chill. But him and Finn Juice were tearing it up, dude. Finley's good. Finley's gonna be. Finley's gonna get signed somewhere soon. He's Big, really he's good. he's got good pedigree. Yeah, he's really good. And the like, son of Fit Finley. Yeah, um, they were just they were just tearing it down, dude. It was, you know, uh, Hobbs were there. Not Hobbs. Not. I always said, well, Hobbs. Um, come on, I can't think of his name. No, I screwed up the the Hawaiian dude, Jeff Cobb. I always said Jeff Cobb and Hobb. Cobb was fuck. Cobb was fucking nuts, dude. It, it was, happens. Was I great. understand. You're, your boy, uh, <laughs> yes, and also too, your boy Scott Norton. He's a, he's he 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 was there. He fought with the Bullet Club. The Scott Norton. The Scott Norton, dude. Damn. Was, he they they let him do a few spots, and he probably shouldn't have been there. A little slow, <laughs> a little slow, but yeah, you know, it was a little cool for nostalgia. Now let let the let the big boys yeah. go at it now. But um, it was, you know. For those that don't know, Juice Robinson's le- living his best life because he's, uh, I think, engaged to Tony mm-hmm. Storm. Ah, Ooh, yeah. yeah, I thought I heard something about that. Yeah, that makes sense. yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. They've been they've been dating for a long time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. very happy. And Tony Storm is looking in great shape. Oh my so, god, I mean, she, she looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, she was on Busted Open. She was saying that she, you know, she just been dieting, working out, training different, and just, you know, just happy she to be out super of lean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, awesome. Well, I'm happy for you, man. I'm yeah. so happy you got to see that show. Thank you for giving us the the experience if living vicariously through you and listening. And we're gonna just have to keep our eyes open for more shows like that. Oh, I hope yeah. more come around like that. And I'm, I'm sure somebody will try to book them again because, like I said, they sold sure. that place out quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I'm sure their merch sells is good. And it seems like they're trying to get the New Japan Dojo guys here working mm-hmm. and doing touring which is great that's what yeah, i think that's probably what a being aw hopefully when they get the ring of honor going they'll do like those weekend dates like that and and and, and let the guys go out because it, it would totally be worth it to give those guys oh, yeah. some work you know it was great definitely yeah for our longtime yeah. listeners if you're primarily a wwe fan and you haven't seen non-wwe pro wrestling all this stuff charlie's talking about everything we've talked about so far on the show if you see a local independent wrestling show or a regional show come to town, get tickets, check it out. You will be shocked yeah. at the quality of the matches. Even even some of the more yeah. low-level stuff. I mean, what we're talking about with New Japan is world-class wrestling. Um, yeah. But it's totally Charlie, worth checking out. We're keeping, our, we're keeping our eyes open, too, for Warrior Wrestling, which is a big uh, fed down there. They get a lot of national guys in. They were handing mm-hmm. out flyers, but their next show is like in Indiana. And we're hoping that um, within the next couple months they come back down to Chicago because we're definitely going to jump on that too because um, they if they're they have great cars they have a lot of AEW guys um, you know some New Japan guys come in for their shows so we're, we're definitely we're definitely about that because it's if you can see something like that go see it dude it's worth it. Glenn will be there, our Indiana listener. <laughs> he, he, might oh, be. He, he might actually be booking it. 
Yeah. Awesome. Crazy. He's crazy if he doesn't. Because I, if I, if <laughs> well, I went Roman, that far away, I'd go. Roman Reigns is his favorite wrestler, so um, I think he's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, Charlie's a great salesman, actually, on wrestling because he was the one that opened my eye. I, I didn't even know any of this shit existed until I started talking to Charlie when I had my coffee card and we would, he would come and we would chat wrestling in the morning and uh, he's the one that got me down the all in and I and then I I saw this whole new subculture of wrestling. <laughs> exactly. so if you love if you love the WWE and you're well if you kind of grown out of it which you probably should at this point if you're listening yeah. to this podcast um it it there is just a whole new level to it and mm-hmm. it, it is amazing and we're so lucky that Charlie got to see that show and we got to hear about it so I'm happy for you man fun. and I hope yeah, they keep fun. those venues small because it yeah. sounds like part of the magic is the intimacy of it all yep right. so, exactly Yep, and we're going to be going stuck in your seats. You know, you can just go wherever, dude. You know, it's awesome. Right. Street yeah. fights are taking the fights out to you. Because a lot of time it's by the ringside, you know. But they're taking it out to, like, the floor, the bleach. They were, like, up in the bleachers and shit in some areas, dude. Holy it was shit. Like, it was awesome, dude. Yeah, it was great. Fantastic. And Charlie Box Office does it again for the boys here on Keep the Kayfabe. He was able to uh, snipe some tickets for us to AEW Dynamite and Rampage here in Milwaukee coming yep. up in September. So we got that to June. look forward to. Or was it June? September. Oh, my bad, yo. What am I talking about? I'm already looking to All Out. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I yeah, I think that's June. Yeah, that's exactly it. So... Anyway, so cheers to Charlie. That's amazing. But, yeah, let's uh, keep it rolling here tonight. Um, we had a big Battle of the Belts match that went down. It was the opening match this Saturday on TBS. It was Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti escorted him out to the ring, versus current TNT TV champ Scorpio Sky with Dan Lambert. So we saw this... Um, you know, conflict brewing for a long time. We saw Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara get booed on Rampage. And they got booed again when they came out on Saturday night. Um, I got to see this match a little later. I just kind of kept caught up on it uh, before we started recording tonight. I mean, you know what you're going to get with these guys. They're two great athletes in their prime. It was a great, great match. But really, a lot of the um, hijinks happened with Ty Conti. At ringside, we saw Paige Van Zant come down. Those two uh, were rolling around on the ground, and I gotta say, guys, wee, <laughs> not too shabby. Uh, that was exciting. But the big, the the thing was, Sammy Guevara is three time TNT champ now, and got put over over Scorpio Sky, and then proceeded to maul the face of Ty Conti with deep tongue on national TV that was utterly disgusting. Very deep. Oh, man. So this couple that we were, you know, we've talked a lot of shit about uh, the last consecutive weeks on the show. Now there's a belt around their waist again, and they couldn't be more uh, despised by <laughs> hardcore fans. So what what's going to happen now, now that Sammy Guevara is now champ? What are we thinking? Well, I'll share with you one really good fantasy booking idea I heard. And maybe one of you guys mentioned it. I, I get lost between all the podcasts and the group texts that we have going. But now that Sammy Guevara is TNT champ and clearly has made a full heel turn, 
Um, nobody sucks face with Ty Conti that hard and is not a heel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I have to Especially believe, after the booze week to week. Yeah. Right. I, I have to believe they're going to bring in a baby face to take the title off. Sammy, he'll hold on to it again for a little bit, I'm sure. But, um, one guy we have not seen in a while is Miro. And that would be brilliant. It would be the most brilliant thing ever. Cause wasn't it Sammy who took the title off Miro? Yeah. Initially? Yeah. Yeah. And then so, we haven't seen Miro other than his uh, fill-in against uh, Brian Danielson in that tournament. We haven't seen him since because he was right. hurt. But exactly. he got, he's healthy now. And how cool would it be if he came back as a baby face, yes. just this monster baby face, and the dynamic was completely flipped? Yeah. Um, With Lana, how about oh. maybe uh, puts it to Ty Conti? If Layla Hirsch and John Silver aren't going to beat the shit out of Sammy and Ty, I would love to see Miro <laughs> and Lana go at it. So... I think I read that this morning and I thought it's like from a fan and I thought, Oh my God, that would, that would be money because Miro would get like the biggest pop in the world if he did that. Cause everybody freaking hates Sammy and Tino. I guess the only thing I would say, and there's a silver lining to what I thought was a shitty decision to put the title back on Sammy was at least they seem to be recognizing that it needs to go heal. Now it's not mm-hmm. the Cody Rhodes brandy situation. They actually are making him a heel. He, he used a cheap shot to win the title, a low blow, which is obviously a heel move. So I just, yeah, I just hope they're at least, I just assume they go away for a while, but if they're not going to go away, they got to go full disgusting, nauseating heel. Um, yeah. I'm not I convinced. I'm not convinced yeah. Tay's got that in her. She is just so bad. She's the worst. Like her facial expressions are like bad soap opera bad. Dude, she used to be cute and adorable, hot as fuck. Uh, and now it's just like yeah, people hate her. Dude. I yeah. guess too. I, I guess too. I don't. I I get. I didn't get to watch again. They tease at the end of the when they were walking out. I guess they tease going out the heel entrance, yeah, and then and then walked out the the, the face oh, entrance. The baby. So, yeah, so I think a so little think, wink, wink. Yeah, so I think they're they're doing the. I think they're probably going to turn them, but I I still it's a, it's good to turn them, but I still think they're going to get go away heat, man. I think yep. so, and I, I feel sure. you know they, you know uh, Scorpio's like probably a made man he's he's sent along a, a, a extension he's gonna be there for a while but i just feel yeah. bad too that he got a, like a what like a couple week title run yeah it's i like, know that dude Did deserves so def- much better i think he defended it once and then lost once. The next, yeah against sammy you know yeah so it's just that's that part sucks too it's like that guy deserves so much more it's it's a shame too because i think this is the first time we've seen the tnt title serve as like a transitional title or have a transitional champion at some point um and of all people it had to be scorpio sky which really yeah. sucks because you know the whole winning streak they built up with him i i feel like had they done it a little differently it could have really meant something but i unfortunately i feel like i wasn't really that bothered with him losing the TNT mm. title just because I didn't really know where they were going to go with him if he ended up beating Sammy and you know the fans were didn't really seem to care either way the fans were all about either hating Sammy or loving Sammy they had no reaction to Scorpio Sky which is really unfortunate yeah it's it's he's he's one of those pieces that are super super talented but just hasn't been put in the right situation right timing but some 
Miro kind of has experienced that his for the majority of his career too. There's nothing really wrong with the guy. He's in great shape. He's he's capable, but just there, he hasn't found the right pairing yet. But if Miro was to come back right now, he would be this, over like over right away, and that would be something that he does deserve. He's you know he's obviously experienced. He can he can get the job done. He can put on these great matches, and who knows? Like I said, maybe Lana comes in too. I I think the AEW Nation would welcome her with open arms. Especially if they didn't put her in the ring a bunch. Like, if she came out to support mm-hmm. him, I think fans would yeah. be super into it. I also think it's it, it would be classic AEW continuity where it's like, you know, he um, got beat, and then he kind of lost his mind there with those weird promos, and then he disappeared because he got hurt. Like, yeah, to go back to the get revenge on the guy who beat him, that would be, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It is kind of weird that they have Ty Conti down there just because everybody knows that they are dating. Like, as his manager now, just anytime he wrestles, she's going to be out there. So, like, you literally have to turn them heel and make them as a pair, like a despicable yeah. pair uh, pairing. So, yeah, we'll see it happen. We'll see it develop. They're going to do more gross, immature shit. Um, yeah, fuck them. Anyway, so let's go... I just I just saw this real quick too. I just saw Kushida contract expired, so he's out of WWE, I guess. Oh, yeah, wow. just yeah, I just saw it. Boy, they uh, did nothing with him. I think I think he had a few twenty four sevens under his belt. Oh, really? No, no, you know he won the. Um, I think he won that. What's that belt they have? Um, the second belt they have. Yeah, he won that, and I think that was all. That was pretty much that was the it. height. A, yeah. And they and they kind of phased him out when he went to um when he went to their new branding. I'm kind of glad he got out of there because the stuff they had him doing with that other Asian guy is just borderline ridiculous and racist, dude. Of course, you know? in true WWE fashion. So, do you think he'll end up in AEW or New Japan? I don't know. That's it. That's that's or Ring of Honor. Hmm. Man, that'd be interesting. I don't. Yeah, that's a. He's a great worker, man. You you know I. Or maybe Impact get him tag, tag him again with Alex Shelley. They can have their tag team again. He he's got someone, options. Someone's gonna snag him, dude, and use him. Oh, for he's, sure. He's too far. I'd love to see him in um AEW. To be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. Very good. Breaking news over the wire here on Keep the Cave. Yeah. I love it. All right, let's backtrack one night. We started on Saturday night with Battle of the Belts. Let's go to Rampage. And talk about the Texas death match between Adam Hangman Page and Adam Cole. It was the main event of the evening. Uh, these guys have been feuding for quite a few matches now, um, going back and forth. We've talked about them a lot, so you kind of know our feelings. But we saw them go into a match that was pretty violent, lots of weapons. When I think of Adam Cole, he's not the biggest guy, so how much punishment can a guy take? We've seen him go do... Uh, a lot of you know dangerous matches with Johnny Gargano that one awesome takeover the night before WrestleMania in New York that was legendary the guy is his body has been through some pretty bad punishment for not like a beefy dude which is pretty impressive and then Adam Hangman Page he's got a little meat on the drumstick there so he can <laughs> absorb it but he's throwing his body around the thing with adam hangman page is how he does these beautiful backwards moonsaults to the outside of the ring in cowboy boots and they can't be like really he like stands straight up he doesn't even like hit the guy 
It's like he does. He launches himself, does a beautiful uh, backwards moonsault, and then lands on his feet. And it's in to... cowboy boots, so they have to be like they're ultra not, padded, right? They're not. They're not cowboy boots. So you have to look at them. They're like covers. They look like cowboy boots. Oh really? Yeah, look at his sho- look at his shoes. They're not. He's not wrestling in re- cowboy boots. They look like it, but they're uh, they're just like a cover. Interesting. Look at yeah. Okay, I'll look, look a little closer next time. That's yeah, a good because they look Charlie. square, yeah. like square toed. I know they're not pointy, but they. So okay. Yeah, yeah, they're good not tip. true. Co- they're not true cowboy boots. You have to look at them. Fooled me too. I, I actually thought the same thing. And Mike, when you, as you were mentioning that, I was gonna echo that. But Charlie, good call out. Double check to see it, but I looked at it. and It's like you could tell they're not true cowboy boots. They're kind of, you know, kind of like those pads and those covers that they wear over other shoes. Question for you guys: Does any of you guys own a pair of cowboy boots? No, I, I do. Um, I think I might own two pairs actually. They're, <laughs> really? they're not the they're not the easiest to walk in, um, especially if they're not broken in well. So. Yeah, for for him to wrestle in actual cowboy boots would be quite an accomplishment. So I, I'm inclined to believe what Charlie's saying. Yeah, Sean Sean Michaels would uh, do a couple appearances in cowboy boots, but not wrestle like a full match in them. But right. Where do you wear those cowboy boots out, Matt? Do you do a little line dancing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I for our listeners out there who might be new to the show. Um, I'm originally from northern Wisconsin, which identifies a lot with, uh, I would say, Montana more than most states um, as far as fashion and just mentality and way of life. So, yeah, a lot okay. of cowboy boots, a lot of country music festivals up there. Nice. Charlie, do you own any cowboy boots? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, you know, northern Wisconsin is known for their – for the cowboy <laughs> – <laughs> for for the cowboy lifestyle, you know, all the cowboy all shit, all the all the Wranglers, you know, went through there. A lot of tumbleweeds going down Main Street. Adam yeah. I don't have any Broke, cowboy boots up there. Yeah, I don't have any cowboy boots. I'd yeah. like to. I just don't know if I could pull them off. Yeah, I think okay. they're like they're rustling boots that look like cowboy boots. Yeah, I'll show you. All right. Yeah, it'll give everybody, all the listeners, a little uh, something to look for. And if you if you're hollering uh, or holler at us if you see these fake cowboy boots at keep the kayfabe 414 at gmail.com or on instagram or facebook at keep the kayfabe let us know about some cowboy boots anyway so the match goes on it's pretty violent they pull out uh some barbed wire table there you know a stack of chairs they have a little slap fight sitting face to face how do you guys feel about the slap fights when they sit in a chair and they go they just hit each other back and forth. Are you guys down with that? Like to see it in, or kind of in sick extreme of it? moderation, uh, maybe, but not more than once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Suzuki, uh, Suzuki, and uh, Ishii did it. Um, yes. Saturday, it was fucking great. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what I was about to say. If it's done with the right people, where exactly. you're like, oh man, exactly. They, they were, they, the, the shit they were doing, they'd slap each other and just like they both stumble yeah. back and both fall. It was just well, and you know. Dude. They have like these real slap fights. You guys have probably seen this online where oh, like yeah. people they have those slap tournaments where they put the hand up to the each other's face and then just wallop each other and if you get knocked down you lose. Mm, I yeah. mean, that's real life. So now when these guys do it in the ring sitting in chairs, it's kinda like, uh, well, we can go on YouTube and actually see some real slap dumb fights. fucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So but what you're saying, Charlie, with those two dudes, I would be on the edge of my seat. With Adam Cole and Hangman Page 
two pretty boys, not so much. Didn't like that part of the match. But um, the match ended with Adam Hangman Page wrapping some barbed wire around his uh, wrist Arm, to do yeah. the buckshot lariat, but put the barbed wire around and. Adam Cole's head. Shout out to Jesus Christ. It kind of looked like a crown of that thorns. Happy weird. Easter. Yeah. yeah. Some people got pissed and... about it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was noticed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, there okay. were some people were like, I'm not watching ever again. And oh, oh, come on. Oh, wow. oh I oh, just yeah. made that up on the fly. I didn't no, even know. No, that's uh... a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, was damn. I thought I thought was I was smart thing. with just I, uh, one of the first of headlines I saw the next day was something yep. about like Hangman Page crucifies Adam Cole on Easter I was like, weekend. Jesus. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wow, Christ, man, that's a oh, bit damn. much. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit myself. But I mean, that was a bit. Well, that they, was a bit on the nose. <laughs> well, yeah, they're going I, to Chick Fil A. Uh, oh <laughs> they couldn't go to Chick Fil A on Sunday. The next day, this yeah. to um, anyway. Close. So fuck yeah, I definitely anyway. picked up on that when I saw that spot. Um, I didn't yeah, even know. I didn't even just... know. I didn't even think about it until I read about it. I was like, oh yeah, I guess. It and then I saw somebody posted of, the right yeah. picture where it was like, yeah, it looked like he was wearing a crown of thorns. So yeah, like, right. Wow, that's a bit much. Yeah, I watched. It. I actually yeah, watched it on Sunday yesterday, or well, as of time of recording yesterday. But um, yeah, so that was the first thing that popped in my head because Easter, of course, was top of mind at the time. Um, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm curious to hear what you guys think about the match, but I think in general, one thing we've said about these guys um especially adam page over the last several months is i think as a champion he's just really uh, this whole title reign feels kind of aimless in my opinion but on the night when they have matches and the guy matches every match he's had has been great they've all been great but then as soon as the match ends it feels like okay well why what was the point of that like where are we exactly so i don't know what the point of um I don't know where they go with Cole and uh, Red Dragon because not only did they lose, but it's like, boom, boom, lose, move on. It's like, right. where do they go from here? I mean, they'll figure out something. I'm not, they got to get a trios title in there. It's my point. Like, now what? Why'd you have them lose when you know they're probably going to see him punk mm-hmm. um, for all, uh, was it all out in Vegas or no, uh, what's it called? All Chicago. Double, Double or nothing, in Vegas, yeah. Yeah, double or nothing in Vegas. So you know they're going there for that main event. So yeah, I, I thought that too. I I wouldn't be shocked if they brought in another guy to challenge Adam Page for the title at Double or Nothing. Um, I guess his tickets are already sold, so they don't have to really deliver. But right, or I if just... it is CM Punk, have him lose so he can rematch at All Out in his hometown of Chicago. Well, well or true. say or push true. it off to then. I, I think I'm with Matt true. on something. There's there's something That's weird true. about push it push it till then, then book the United Center. Yeah. Yeah. That there's something weird call, about Matt. the That's there's something call. weird going on with the uh punk storyline. Because you know, punk's such a master storyteller. But oh, he is he has not been a hundred percent since the match with MJF and he you know, his knee buckled and failed. I, I was actually yes. half convinced Penta was gonna beat him just to derail everything, but I feel like he, you know they're they're having him kind of do this. I'm taking my shot and I feel like something's gonna get in his way and then postpone it. But I don't that's think the beauty so. I think it. he I think it's no, I think, all I, going I, forward. I, I, I think Matt I like Matt's idea of uh Saving it for Chicago and well, no, that's that what I think. Out. That's what, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I, what I'm saying is, I don't think it's going to happen in Vegas. I think they're going to save that one. Yeah. yeah, I heard guys are also because they already sold out, pretty much sold out T-Mobile, and they can book the United Center. But I heard something about um, 
Um, um, Punk, Punk keeps winning, keeps doing his thing. They, him and Hangman wrestle, and he turns heel on Hangman. Ooh. He blow, blows him, wins the match, and he, and he. That's when Punk does his heel turn. I was like, hmm. that. That would work. I don't, yep, I know that's gonna be it, dude. That's that's Punk, the move. Punk has totally proven work. this this time around. He can do anything. I think he could oh, make yeah. a heel turn totally work. That would he's totally got make something. Sense. He's got something in score store, dude. They got to do something. Otherwise, the two good guys is like that. You need a little more meat on the bone, I think, than just good yep. guy, hangman, good guy, CM Punk. I have a hunch What's that up, come. Well, so I'll, I, here's how I would book it. So come double or nothing. I could see MJF maybe winning the title off a hangman page through dastardly means. And then Punk comes back around. That could be cool. Beats MJF for the title at all out. Um, but they don't really already, do short we know title that rivalry reigns, is, Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could have a rubber match. The problem is, Charlie, you make or, a great point or, about Punk turning heel at some point. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't see him doing that against MJF, though. That's the only thing. So no, can't. Happen? Oh, yeah, he'd be the face, yeah. It's got to right. be someone. Whoever beats whoever beats Paige is going to be a, either a heel or turns heel. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. It's got to be, for sure. Um, And then I could see Punk, yeah, eventually turn heel. He's probably going to have a long title reign because it's CM Punk. Guy's an incredible story. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, say what you want. He is the main event guy. In oh, yeah. yeah. Every time you watch the show. So having him do a heel title run would be great. I think eventually we'll see the return of Kenny Omega and mm. finally get Punk versus Ooh. Omega, which is just like the match. Oh, going to be huge. Oh, yeah. my God. And yeah, and, and you can yeah. sell new t shirts like heel CM Punk t shirts because the white ones are selling like hotcakes or sold like hotcakes. Right. You get a new one with a new slogan of something heelish, you're printing money like. People, this a lot is, of people had him on Saturday. This is the mm-hmm. beauty of AEW, though. They got so many directions they can go, and um, it, this was exciting because we're all speculating. But any one of those ways could happen, or something we don't even see. But it's probably something like that. I really hope it right. happens sooner than later, just because I, like I said before, the title run right now almost feels like an afterthought to some degree. There's a lot of great storylines in AEW, and the title run, unfortunately, is probably the least interesting. That needs to be corrected. I hope it happens sooner than later also. So, so the So the picture of MGF versus Wardlow gets pushed back to September, so oh, I no, win some edibles be... off Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They're, 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 that, that's going on. That's go- that fight's happening next that... month, buddy. It's not <laughs> picking that. up. It hasn't picked up yet. Oh, I'm still that's... holding that Sean Spears versus Wardlow. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That's that's why they're already. That's why he's already doing the beat these guys up, and then maybe you'll fight me, kind of deal. I know, dude. I know it it's, could go either way. I don't it's know. It's coming. Oh, it's man. down the home stretch now, bro. They're, they're <laughs> coming down the home stretch. The payoff will be truly sweet and uh, high. Oh flying. my gosh, they are just yeah, nice. They um. Yeah, not to deviate from our champion, but uh, everything they're doing with Wardlow and MJF is like oh, gold. it's great, yeah, just yeah, some of the best stuff, stuff on I TV. Have, I didn't think it'd be this good, but it's yeah, it's really good stuff, dude. Just a quick little note about that MJF match when he was trying to take off his coat, yeah, and he couldn't like get it off, and then he like does get great. it all like suckers up, oh, like he just oh, that... he's just it's such simple stuff that is just so funny. Oh. Oh yeah, dude! It's it's like the Jericho spot 
when they, where's your shoes? Where's your yeah. shoes? <laughs> you can't say them. They're, they're beat up and shit. He's asking about his shoes. shoes. I, just, I was just laughing so hard, dude. And then he, yeah. you know, then when they, they kept it going, then at the end of the match, he runs out with no shoes on. It's just, just a little shit like that. It's just comedy gold. It just cracks me up. It's where's really your great. shoes? Where's your shoes? It's like... <laughs> I just died on that so hard. It just it just popped me like crazy. So dude. speaking of like 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 I would normally never bring this match up because it was not that I mean it was just okay, but um Ruby Soho wrestled was it Robin Renegade on yeah. uh Rampage? Yeah, I gotta but watch it. I do have to say I loved the old school twin switch. Like it didn't work. Yeah, I heard something about but, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it was just I mean like there's there's just things that happen in wrestling over the decades that never get old to me. And like an actual twin switch. I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, just, I gotta watch Bella's that. probably did it, but it. that doesn't count. Yep. They definitely serve the people up what they want and love. So, yep, keep tuning in to AEW Dynamite and Friday every week, folks, because there's little Easter eggs, no pun intended with the timing of Easter, that you can find each and every week. Uh, And we're getting to the end of the show, so let's just talk briefly about the end of the show of Rampage. We saw Samoa Joe go up against Minoru Suzuki for the Ring of Honor Championship. Uh, Joe is... In his first, it, it wasn't his first, right? But it was his first uh, title uh, opportunity. Uh, Second match, it, it I think. Yeah. For TV, yeah. For TV title. Yeah. Yes, yes, and it was it was kind of a lengthy match, and you know Joe's not in like the best of shape, and you could definitely tell he was winded. But he does can uh, you know it was going to be hard hitting. It's that strong style fight. I mean, both of these guys' chests look like ground uh, ground. Uh, what am I saying? Ground beef. Ground beef. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like an, an, another Easter favorite here in Wisconsin. Rye bread, onion, and uh, oh, yeah. ground beef. Cannibal sandwich, baby. Never got into it. Never oh, tried so it in good. my life, but I it's heard good. it was big. It's yep. good. <laughs> You're, I like it. I never I get into it. it. Yeah, us, old you... guy, us old guys like it. Yep. Yeah, oh, my God. Like yeah, beef, shout so. out. Shout out to uh, our Wisconsin listeners if you know what a cannibal sandwich is. Uh, but anyway uh joe does end up winning the title but that was not all the show ended with the lights turning off you're like oh boy you know we've seen this many many times before over the years of wrestling when the lights go off there's gonna be something someone's gonna be in the ring lights turn up there's a gigantic man with a kind of a crow magnum face similar to the dude in nx total crow magnum (laughs) face but uh fucking forehead dude i'm like ah God. Yeah, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, apparently, it's kind of their version of the Giant Gonzalez or the Great Khali, oh. which kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, you know, that's just kind of WWE tactics because WWE is kind of more of a cake show. And, you know, lots of times when you're young and a kid and you see someone massive, you automatically think, oh, this guy's unbeatable. He's a massive wrestler. He's a, you know, it's, it's gimmicky. It's It's kind of like a freak show. AEW doesn't really need to do that, so this was kind of surprising, and especially when they had to turn out the lights for somebody that yeah. was not like you didn't like, even know who he doesn't was. have a reputation. Yeah. I mean, you if you were at the show live, you didn't hear what the announcers were saying. The announcers were like, "I know this guy. He was in the fucking dojo tough. with blah blah yeah. blah, and he's got great totally training. Somebody. He's looking great." 
But if you're in the audience and not hearing anything, you're like, uh, yo, we just saw like this awesome match between two legends to cap off the show, and you turn the lights down for some dude that's like in a blazer. Doesn't he doesn't even look like he's ready to wrestle. He looks like he, you know, is that like a card dealer, an oversized card dealer in Vegas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was surprising. Boys, did you know who this guy was? Or anything? I didn't know who it was. Not a clue. No clue. Figured it out uh, shortly after the fact. I, I think he's actually an NBA player or was recently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figured all off. But even that, nobody knows who that guy was. Right. Like, even yeah. if you follow the NBA, and I don't know. I mean, Charlie, I know you watch NBA, but, like, you probably didn't recognize him right off the bat. No, he's, I mean, he, I think he was the first Indian, play, natural Indian player drafted, but I don't, he, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I've ever seen him play, dude. And I've yeah, watched, no. I watched a lot of NBA. I watched um, the TNT show they have, and there's I never even heard of the guy. So definitely not worth a blackout of the lights to no, debut yeah, him, yeah, I don't no. think. I think that <laughs> was a, kind of a big mistake on AEW's part. I think so. And they recognized that. I mean, Tony yeah. Khan admitted he effed up, which, again, I give him, I give him all sorts of props that – he didn't try to like force something down our throats, like continuing. He was like, yeah, that was not that. I wouldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. And it was right. much, the, the dude's second appearance was much more subdued, but, uh, you have to use yeah. him. Like you says a big bodyguard. Yeah. Then, and let him, let him learn, learn his craft. Yeah. Once in a while, but I don't even know. Yeah. You know, those big guys really can't move. So, but we you know who knows, maybe this guy is good. Who knows? But I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's just uh, maybe they're dangling him in front of Vince's face, be like, "God damn it, they got a big guy that we didn't." Look, catch. Yep, look at this guy we got. He and almost could make. He and almost he's, could make money. He's bigger than almost. I give him credit though. He the guy's big. He's got some muscle. Yeah. He's not just a tall, skinny guy. He has some size to him, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll I mean, see if they use him. Yeah, he he. Well, and I think it was maybe it was on Rampage or Battle of the Belts. I think it was Battle of the Belts actually when he came out for the second time. He looked that was legit. better. The way he was throwing yeah, guys around, he yeah, looked better. It was a much better use of him. So, kind of curious where they go with him, how he fits into the Ring of Honor title picture. I, I'm sure we'll find out. It, the visual of him next to Jonathan Gresham made me laugh oh, so hard that was because awesome. they're just there's such a size difference even when he was next to Samoa Joe who is you know what 300 pounds now it looked like nothing compared to this guy so really interesting kind of looking forward to seeing what they do he's kind of the the first freak show wrestler that AEW is putting out for us so and it's not like they really put out anybody that they don't have complete faith in. Well, to a certain extent. But at least they, they, they said, okay, that was a kind of a crummy ending. And, uh, yeah, we'll just see where it goes if he's used. Well, when we might cover I don't even know the guy's name. Did we even bring up his name? Does anyone know his name? Fuck it. Who cares? I heard it. Anyway. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. We'll have to follow up and figure it I, out. I, I'd go look it up right now, but that's too much effort. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And if you know his name, write to us at keepthekayfake414 <laughs> at gmail.com or on Instagram or Facebook. And while you're there, why don't you submit your favorite promo of the week? Just like this one right here. We got a great one this week, guys. Uh, this one was submitted by Butch the Big Spender Bradway from West Dallas. <laughs> wow. So he submitted uh, one from the AWA champion larry zabisco from 1989 but the big spender says 
The only exercise he does is running out of money. So I don't know. Wow. With the inflation, uh, big spender Butch, you better uh, keep the billfold close to uh, the waist. Is he cutting a promo on money. us? Maybe. Yeah. But if you are going to spend in West Dallas, spend at the Drunk Uncle. You get a lot of great booze there for a very low price. I highly recommend it. Shout out to the Drunk Uncle in West Dallas. But without further ado, let's get to Larry Zabisco from 1989. Of course, Wayne the Train Bloom, he is on his way up. And if he ever makes it to the top, you'll find Larry Zabisco there. He is the heavyweight champion of the world. Now, earlier you saw Larry Zabisco talking to the senior editor of Pro Wrestling Illustrated and uh, an organization that, of course, publishes wrestling magazines all over the world. Zabisco talking with Bill Apter the night he won the title. Other renowned people in journalism have questions for Larry Zabisco, such as Chris Berman, Tom Mees, and of course they are connected with Sports oh, Center here on ESPN. We saw Sports Center and all these so-called authorities with physiques, where obviously they have never participated in a sport in their lives. I think they got confused with Vince McMahon Jr., who came out and admitted that Hulk Hogan's a clown. Well, you know, Hogan, if you want to prove to the kiddies that you can do more than tear off your T-shirt or hold your ear, I even give you a shot at the heavyweight championship of the world. But we're on ESPN, the all-sports network. I guess that just leaves the NWA steamboat or flair or whoever it is. I wonder if Teddy Turner's got the guts to put up the TBS champion against ESPN's heavyweight champion, and that's me. All you got to do, boys, is sign the dotted line and get behind Slaughter and the world's strongest man, Ken Patera, and Don Morocco and Greg Gagne and Wahoo McDaniel. All you've got to do is have the guts like I did for 14 glorious years, chasing legends back and forth until I became the king, the top of the mountain, the champion. I guess that answers all the Big Shots questions, huh? Basically, Spudhead, anybody anytime, anywhere in the world, in front of any crowd, Larry Zabisco will wrestle. I'll walk in the heavyweight champion of the world, and I'm going to walk out the heavyweight champion of the world. Wow. Larry can lay it down. Oh, he was oh, great. Yeah, he's I love Larry. Yeah, that was excellent. I, uh, I didn't see a lot of his promos. I mean, I didn't watch as much AWA, obviously, as you guys. So I didn't Great really talker. see him in his prime when he was cut him. Yeah, but I read the comments to this uh, promo, too, and they're like, dude, he was the best. I mean, we heard um, Greg Gagne and Brunzel talk about Hulk Hogan and how, you know, he sold lunchboxes. It was kind of a novelty. And we heard, we just heard Larry Zabisco uh, lay down Hulk Hogan that he's not a real wrestler. So he's cutting a promo on him back in 89 with the AWA. And the AWA is real, guys. I mean, they were fucking real. It's it real. was real. It's real. <laughs> um, and, La you know, Larry is an unsung hero of the Monday Night Wars because he, he was a really oh, yeah. good... Uh, Nitro. Uh, announcer. Yeah, oh, Nitro he was great announcer. on Nitro, yeah. Yeah. I, like, as a, I like I didn't know he was a wrestler. Like I was telling my dad about I'm like, oh this guy's great talk. He's like, oh he was a wrestler, dude. I'm yeah. like, oh shit. He was so, like yeah, the son-in-law yeah. of Vern Gagne, I think. And he uh but you know, nepotism you... didn't stop there. He was he was legit good and Yeah, him and um what's his name from uh WWF? Um him and Bruno Bruno him and Bruno they had the big like, one, one of the yeah. classic one of the classic wars of the one yeah. of the best stories ever of a guy turning the whole, I don't know if you guys know, but the whole story was 
they were both from Pittsburgh, or or whatever. However, it worked. But Bruno was Bruno was training uh, Larry, be a wrestler, got him going, got him up, got him going. Then eventually, you could see the heel turn, and eventually Larry turned on Bruno. And I guess I see the clips of it was fucking great. He beat the shit out of him. The crowd's just oh, going nuts. Crowd, dude. crowd wanted was, to murder him. Uh, it was great because he took him under his wing. They just sucked everybody in. It was just a great story that he just turns out of it. It's just great. Because they kind of had different things leading up. Before he turned on him, they had a, like a match where Larry thought he could beat him and get him in holes. But Larry, but uh, Bruno would get him in a hold and let him go. And kept letting him go, and Larry got pissed off. Then eventually, Larry boom turned on him, and it was fucking great, dude. Because watching shit like that's the best. Because in the old days, because I just watched the crowd, and the crowd was going nuts, dude. It's yeah, just so good. So they took good. it so seriously. Yeah, yeah, took it so good. Because because Larry's a great worker, so he sucked the man too. You know. It's great watching old wrestling for that reason. Just seeing how the crowd reacts to stuff. Because I mean, oh, they'll be jumping out of this. Literally dude, they jumping. go nuts. Or try to kill nuts, them, yeah. Dude. They go nuts, dude. I've, I've never seen anything like it in my life, dude. They people go nuts. <laughs> and Mike, I I'll really see. like how you mentioned the comments have some great thoughts and commentary around this. Maybe that's something we should add to our promo of the week for our listeners out there. If you want to hear us shout out some comments from the comments section on YouTube, let us know. For, keep the kayfabe 414 at gmail.com or Instagram, Facebook at keep the kayfabe. Awesome. Yeah, Butch, thanks for sending that one into us. It sparked up some golden memories and got us going, and we're definitely going to have to go back and watch that. So make sure you go back and watch some great wrestling. Um, check us out on Instagram and Facebook, as I mentioned, and write to us. And let us know what you want us to cover on the show. We want to wish you all a happy uh, post-Easter. And you know what? Do these things as you go through this week. You want to stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H! Triple H! Look at that sky, life's begun. Lights are warm and the days are young.